I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey friends, hope your week is going well or it's about to. It is Thanksgiving week. Can you believe it's here? Um, Also, I said in the last episode that I don't put up my decorations before Thanksgiving Day, but uh, um, we kind of went out shopping, like mildly shopping. I think I spent $16, but we went to a bunch of different stores and of course most of them were decorated for Christmas. And my five-year-old was with me and we were just eating it up. We're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I just love these Christmas decorations. It's so exciting. And uh, we're like, we got to do this at our house. Like right now, let's do it. And uh, we got some free days and my husband's off for many days in a row. And so we're like, you know, I know it's before Thanksgiving and I'm kind of going to be a liar now, (laughs) but I think we're going to put our Christmas stuff up. So hopefully um, between today which this is Sunday that I'm recording it and tomorrow I'll have my Christmas stuff up but you know it seems like a good idea and then you start dragging all the boxes out and you're like why do I have so much stuff um I have collected things over the years if somebody's even trying to give away something for free that's Christmas I'm like I'll dig it um because it is a clown show over here so I just wanted to let you guys know I'm going back on my word. I'm definitely decorating for Christmas and I'm going to be happy about it. And I'm still going to eat Thanksgiving because you can do both things at one time. All right, so talking about Thanksgiving because it is Thanksgiving week. Um, I am reading in First Chronicles right now and there's a lot of just retelling of the things that you've I've kind of already read uh, in the earlier books, which is good because then you remember things a little better. You're like, oh yeah, I remember about reading about that. And oh, okay, yeah, it goes in this order. Um, So it's kind of interesting to see it from just a little bit of a different perspective. And uh, in 1 Chronicles chapter 15, it's where David is bringing the ark into Jerusalem. So for a while, he did not want to bring it there because he was scared of just the holiness of God and um, just how serious that was and so but now they're doing the thing and I'm going to read a couple verses so starting in verse 25 uh, it says so David and the elders of Israel and the captains over thousands went to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the house of Obadidum with joy and it came to pass when God helped the Levites that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord that they offered seven bullocks and seven rams and David was clothed with a robe of fine linen and all the Levites that bear the ark and the singers and the Chananiah the master of the song with the singers David also had upon him an ephod of linen Thus all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the cornet and with trumpets and with cymbals, making a noise with psalteries and harps. So that went through verse 28. I think it was really neat um, in that first verse where it just said that they were bringing up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the house of Obadidum, um, which is where it was, with joy. Like they were so excited about it. They had a parade, like they organized a parade. It was awesome. I'm so excited uh, reading about stuff like that because you see how excited other people get about the Lord and the glory of God. And so you kind of compare your life. You're like, am I doing stuff like that? (laughs) You know, I mean, obviously like I don't have an ark of the Lord, but God lives inside of me. And, um, and I think that's so special. So how much more are we supposed to be praising his name? Um, so if, 
you go to the next chapter in First Chronicles um, 16, and it's funny, at the end of uh, 15, his wife gets mad at David because he's not, I guess, dressed appropriately. Like, he wasn't naked, but she was like, that was so inappropriate. You're just losing your mind. So I'll just read that verse. <laughs> so it's uh, verse 29. It says, And it came to pass as the ark of the covenant of the Lord came to the city of David that Michal, the daughter of Saul, looking out at a window, saw King David dancing and playing, and she despised him in her heart. Why Why do us ladies got to be like that sometimes? <laughs> Which is, I despise what you're doing. I do not like that. That is not uh, anything I approve of. But, you know, some people be like that. Like, You'll be praising the Lord. You'll be singing with your heart and you're sincere and you're genuine and people look at you like, oh my gosh. And you just got to uh, not worry about them. Worry about praising the Lord. Um, so moving on to chapter 16, verses 4 through 12. Stick with me. It says, And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. How oh, these names are going to be all wrong. Um, Asaph, the chief, and next to him, Zechariah, Jehiel, and Shemaramoth, and Jehiel, and, okay, just all these other guys, uh, with psalteries and with harps, and with Asaph, made a sound with cymbals, uh, Benina also, and Jehazel, the priest, with trumpets continually before the Ark of the Covenant. And then on that day, David delivered first the psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works, glory ye in his holy name, let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord, seek the Lord in his strength, seek his face continually, remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders, and the judgments of his mouth. I thought this was pretty neat, um, I read another commentary, I don't do this all the time, um, by David Gizek, and he says, in the Levitical appointments for that day and beyond, David selected some Levites to focus on commemorating what great things God had done. Simply remembering God's great works is an important and often neglected part of the Christian life. Spurgeon, in his sermon, The Recorders, noted several ways that we can help ourselves remember the great things of God. Make an actual record of what God has done, keeping a written journal. Be sure to praise God thoroughly at the time you receive His goodness. Set apart time for meditation and the good things God has done. Talk about His mercy often to other people. Use everything around you as reminders of the goodness of God. End quote. So I think it's neat, you know, he's appointing these people, which are the priests, um, to do these things. And it's going to be a continual thing. It's not just a one-time occasion. They're they are uh, like appointed to be the worship leaders pretty much to praise the Lord. Like this is their job. Um, and, you know, in, in a world where we're at, uh, where it's so common now to go into meditation and to say these self-affirming things that people say, you know, I am wealthy. I am amazing. I am charming. I am kind. I am whatever you're saying to yourself. Um, it's just kind of a waste of time, honestly. Like if you're a Christ follower, you got to stop talking about yourself, you know. Um, you got to really talk about the important things, which is the Lord, you know. What you can take time meditating on is not whatever uh, 
peaceful thoughts or music or I don't know, whatever, um, that is just trying to get your mind to be in a calm state or whatever. It's the Lord that's going to bring you peace. And he is so worthy of our praise. So a lot of times we're like, we don't have time to be reading the Bible or praying or whatever, but man, we sure carve out time for some new age spiritualism. Oh my gosh, she said it. Um, so am I against meditating? No, it says that in the Bible, right? That we need to meditate on the word of God, though. We meditate oftentimes on the wrong things. And so if we can just allocate that time that we're using, um, that is just kind of the worldly way of showing us what we need to be doing to get peace. Like we already know how to get peace is from the Lord and taking that time to thank him. You know, if you're sitting there and you're like, all right, I need a moment to clear my head to just, you know, get some peace or whatever. Um, take that time to pray, you know, God, you're so good and you're kind and you're faithful and you're just, and Lord, I was in this hard circumstance right here and you stepped in and you did these things and you brought me out of that pit lord and i'm just so thankful and i just want to sit here and tell you how wonderful you are and i tell you that's going to bring you a lot more peace than any of the these empty words that you're going to say and you don't need to be talking to build yourself up it's going to be god that builds you up so just i don't know point is quit wasting time with this other stuff if you're a follower of Christ and really spend that time to glorify God and um, do what you're created to do. So Deuteronomy 6 uh, verses 4 through 7 it says here O Israel the Lord our God is one Lord and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou Thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou rises up. So like any time, you know, you're really supposed to be training your kids up in, in the word of the Lord and who Jesus is. Um, because the Israelites were told to do these things, and then they went um, and forgot about the Lord or decided to get, you know, distracted by other things. And so what I've been talking to my kids about, and it's helpful for me too, especially y'all hear me complaining so much about the winter. <laughs> and you know, a lot of other episodes, I've talked about some hard stuff that we've been through this year, like really, really tough stuff. And the fact that, um, you know, it, it has everything to do with where we're going to focus, um, our response, like how we're going to respond and are we going to respond in gratitude towards the Lord and to glorify him or to focus our, um, response and our attention and ourself, um, which, you know, we know what the Lord wants us to do. And so I was talking to the kids, I was like, you know what we should be doing? <laughs> Cause a lot of times we'd be like, especially around Thanksgiving, it's like, okay, let's go around the table. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for, you know, my dog. I'm thankful for this food. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but then really it's like, I'm shooting an arrow and it's hitting the wall. Right. But like, I want to be very, intentional with where that arrow goes and I want that arrow to go right back to the Lord and so I tell the kids like okay you know what we're gonna do pop-up praises okay that's probably the dumbest uh, title ever but you know it works with kids um, and it's really uh, handy to memorize so many P's in there okay anyway so what we do is um, I'll just in the middle of the day or the beginning or several times through the day I'll say okay pop-up praise and then we'll just stop and we'll say okay um, Father, I am so thankful that you've given me this shelter that I can be warm inside. It is so cold out there and 
you've given me protection from the elements. Thank you so much, Father. And then my kid will be like, um, thank you, God, for uh, us being able to have a fire in the fireplace and uh, have hot chocolate, <laughs> you know, things like that. And it might be simple or whatever, but uh, we're taking our gratitudes and we're sending them right to the Lord. We're not, you know, I think it's good to say, you know, I'm really thankful for this day. But like, if I'm not telling the Lord and telling him, like I am um, aiming that in the wrong direction, um, my praise needs to go to God and uh, not to empty space. So I think that's something to uh, think about uh, just with yourself. You don't even have to have kids. You don't even have to call it a public praise. You could just say, you know, um, I need to be mindful on this day of the things I can thank God for. Right. So you get in your car and you have heat that works and you just say, thank you, God, that my car has heat and that I can be warm or thank you, God, that I have shoes on my feet. I know there's a lot of people that don't have good shoes to protect their feet. I know that probably sounds uh, like we're trying to think of things, but there's so many things throughout our day, you know, that we can sit there and thank God for. Another thing, thank you, God, that I have the word your words to freely read. I don't have to fear persecution. I don't have to hide my Bible. Like I can freely read uh, your word and, you know, or other thing. Thank you, Father, that uh, my spouse has the day off and I get to spend time with them. Um, Just anything, you know, that you really can have a grateful heart for and praise the Lord for that. And if you're like, well, I'm not really thankful for anything. Well, man, find something and you'll see that your heart, your heart will start softening and then you'll find so many more things to be grateful for and your eyes will be opened uh, to just all the blessings that he's given you. Uh, and some other verses I want to read Hebrews chapter 13 verses 15 through 16. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. And so, you know, the Bible is telling us these are things that we need to do. Also, it's not hard to do. Also, if, you know, uh, you've recognized that you are a sinner and that you need Jesus to forgive you of your sins so that you can be right with the Lord, then you should want to praise him and you should want to be thankful. Even when you're going through really hard situations, there are still so many things to be thankful for to the Lord specifically. So, um, and another thing I've been thinking about, cause I get this way every year about these daggum seasons and winter and being cold and everything looks dead, rawr, you know? And, uh, but you know, my daughter, is also kind of this way maybe because I've been also complaining. So that's also, uh, influence her in the bad way. You know, like we are influencing our kids in the good way when we're teaching them the things of the Lord, we're doing the pop-up raises, right? We're praying to the Lord. But like when we also complain in front of our kids about things, we're just complaining. Um, it's not helpful. So she's kind of been getting this way too, like, uh, why, when's it ever going to get warm? I hate winter. I love summer. And, uh, and I was just telling her like, you know, fall is beautiful. Um, but it shows like how the trees are dying and, um, and the, the trees will need rest. You know, they, they can't produce all year long. They'll be very tired. They need a time of rest and, Um, And then when spring comes and you see that new growth and how beautiful it is, 
Um, it's so exciting to see things come back alive again and, you know, the trees and the grass and all the things have been kind of well rested and we can plant new things and, you know, it's exciting time, but you're not going to appreciate those things as much if, you know, winter isn't here. Uh, but just also knowing that that is true in our own human life, um, you know, especially when we accept Christ to be our savior, you know, like fall is like the old man falling away. And winter is like when God is doing some pruning in our lives and making us more like his image. Um, and you can't do that pruning in the sunshiny summer times because then you'll kill the tree. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you got to go through the hard, cold stuff. Um, and then, you know, spring, you have the beautiful fruit that comes from all of that, from God uh, producing these things in your life through him. And so I've kind of been trying to see just... A bigger picture instead of my fleshly responses to the weather outside um, just trying to keep my eyes focused on you know things above set my affections and things above and you know if I need to see ugly things here in this earth as part of a metaphor for my spiritual life then I will do it all right so now adding a song to the Spotify podcast playlist. I have the hardest time saying that, you guys. Like every week I'm having to re record that. I'm like, Potify. So this song is by Third Day. Um, I like some old school Third Day. So this song is Offering, and the lyrics are Magnificent Holy Father, I stand in awe of all I see, of all the things you have created. Still, you choose to think of me, and who am I that you should suffer your very life to set me free? The only thing that I can give you is the life you gave to me. This is my offering, dear Lord. This is my offering to you, God. I will give you my life, for it's all I have to give, because you gave your life for me. So I'll add that. And then also, I wanted to say that I have decided I'm going to take the rest of the year off of doing the podcast um so i think it'll be a good time of rest for me and um also just getting to spend a little more time with my family this doesn't take a whole lot of time but it still does take some time and um and be back in january so i'll still have my instagram going and i'll post some things there and i'm still here to talk to you just won't have any new episodes out until January. So if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all in January. Mm -hmm.